0: Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi, everyone, Sean Healy, NLP trainer and change agent here, and welcome to episode 75. Of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast designed to support entrepreneurial couples, people in business partnership, and anyone looking for more tips, tools, and strategies to add to the quality of your life. So, welcome to episode 75 entitled Overinvolved at Work and Underinvolved at Home. Um, sometimes when we grow up, there are certain patterns that pervade through our family system certain um, elements of role modelling that we learn that we either have picked up consciously or we've learned unconsciously and we start to act out in our adulthood. So this is where I thought I'd have a look at today is have we picked up some of the um, dynamics from our family system, um, in particular, the polarity of being over-involved in one area of our life and under-involved in another area of our life. Um, traditionally, what we've seen was this used to be um, considered to be quite the the normal, and and based on gender roles, where men um, overly focused on the earning element of life, and it were, were considered to be um, you know it was their duty to um, spend most of their time working. And it was the women's uh, or the woman's primary responsibility to be the nurturer and to spend time at home and take responsibility for um, uh, the the domestic element of the family system. However, what we're seeing now is that the lines are blurred, and I think rightly so. Um, That, um, however, unfortunately at the moment, women tend to be wearing the brunt of that, which is. There's this idea that women need to be um, have a career and be proficient earners, but they also still need to carry the bulk of the nurturing, um, while um, uh, men are dragging their feet to a degree. And I know this is a generalisation; not not all of us are doing this, but um, there's still an expectation, um, especially when children come along, and we unconsciously fall back into old dynamics that we are familiar from our family system where men go even deeper into earning and spend even more time at work because now I've got, you know, more kids to support or um, with the emergence of the remarried family and that becoming such a strong relational dynamic. Um, now I've got the pressure of supporting two families. So what do you want from me? I've got I've got no choice but to work 70 hours a week and um, we're finding that these kinds of dynamics are placing massive pressure um, on relationships in general. And that's why we're seeing, you know, that almost 50% of long-term relationships no longer last. Um, And that's because our environments change so rapidly, our um, expectations have changed so rapidly, and yet some of our old belief systems have not adjusted enough. Um, Some of our, we're still carrying to a degree uh, 20th century thinking into the 21st century, and, and we need to make some adjustments. So with the way things are kind of set up, this really can lead us into this all or, or nothing, um, you, you know, this over-focus in one area and under-focus in another, and we need to be coming back and looking at a more balanced range. There's no such thing as a an absolute sweet spot of balance. Life is always moving. Life is always Um, you know, there are days when we do have to do more and and there are other days that potentially are quieter. Um, But if we're looking at, um, you know, even if for some people I've dealt with who are extremely busy, we we have to kind of take a monthly inventory of how much time they spend where, because sometimes until you map it out, you're not really aware of just where you're um, time, attention and energy is going. And so many people profess that children are the most important thing in their life. But when you look at their behaviours, you would not think so. Um, and when we get overly exhausted at work, you know, we're, we're putting on our best face for the customer. We're bringing our best, uh, most innovative thinking to solution provision in the workplace. We're dressing well. We're looking sharp. We're high energy um, and um, we're, we're doing our stuff on social media um, and all of that is fantastic. Please don't get me wrong. I love how exciting business is these days. I absolutely do. Um, however, if consistently at the end of the day, we go home, we uh, slump in a heap, we feel that, um, uh, you know, now I need my time. Now I need to recharge. Um And I'm putting on my daggiest clothes and I'm slumping in a chair and I'm burying myself in Facebook or I'm burying myself in TV, you know, and my partner is getting crumbs of conversation. My kids are getting crumbs of conversation or I'm doing things out of resentment because when's my time? Um, Then if we consistently bring uh, that aspect, you know, the people we love the most sometimes, unfortunately, get our least energized, least attentive self. And yes, our home and our relationships should be a place where we can go and, and rest and, and, and just um, really be still and rejuvenate. But if that's all we're doing at the expense of our home relationships, then we are putting ourselves in remarkably vulnerable situations. You know, it would be like running a business and consistently ignoring one department, um, or, or asking that department to operate as a silo, while we consistently keep communication and dialogue open in all other departments. And then we're wondering why that one department that we're consistently ignoring and we're refusing to have any meetings with, we're refusing to set, um, a, a, you know, accountability deadlines. Um, where, where if we do show up. Then we're really grumpy in the meetings and inattentive, and then and and you know, rightly so that we would anticipate that that's going to be the most underperforming, most resentful, and probably most problematic department that we have, um, because they're not getting the they're not getting the support, they're not getting the attention, they're not getting the validation, Um, and we can't afford where we're beginning to see the importance of not operating uh, having departments in a business not operating as silos anymore because, you know, we need that interconnected um, communication between all aspects of the business in order for the business to be um, its most harmonious and its most profitable. But I think we need to expand that even further. We, we You know, thanks to the internet, work and home are very, very blurred now and especially if you're in a business-based couple so that, you know, we've got to be able to um, – address you know am I spending too much time on my earner aspect of myself and not enough time on my nurturer aspect and especially because modern relationships require the combination of of stability and desire you know if we only focus on bringing money home and we go hey what are you complaining about we've got a great life Um, we've got a pool we've got a good house that's the stability side but, but eroticism and desire and to keep that alive relies on energy, mystery, romance. And so we have to take the time to, to make sure that we're still investing in that element of our relationship, that we're still, at, you know, we're finding each other as a couple and, and we're, you know, we're, we're spending quality, reinvigorating time together. And then we're also spending that time with kids. It's very demanding. Um, how do, and, and so this is where you know we can take some of our business lessons and we bring them into the home. You know, I I, I think it is very wise for couples to to have a you know a, a monthly or a or a or a or a, um, a three monthly relationship meeting that and and that we've got agreed on measurable points of how specifically our relationship is going because otherwise we can be finding that our relationship is gradually deteriorating, we're spending less and less time together. If we are spending time together, we go out Saturday morning for breakfast and I spend most of my time reading the paper and and, and you're on Facebook and, you, you know, or we spend all our time relating through the kids. This puts us over time in a really, really vulnerable situation. So we have to be looking at, you know, bringing some structure into the home, ironically, in order to have more freedom, more connection and more passion. We cannot come from a naive place that says if we just love each other enough, it'll all work out. Life is too multifaceted, too complicated um, for, for, for us to bring such naivety. Um, you know, that that old fantasy um, that if we're with our soulmate, it just will all work out and they can read our mind and they know what we need. Half the time, we don't even know what we need, let alone being able to communicate that in an effective way to our partners. Um, and this is where we we have to be able to have the courage to check in consistently with the relationship, finding those moments to, to really have um, good quality time where we both walk away feeling reconnected, re-refreshed, Um, And, you know, even if we can only manage that a few times a month, that is still so vital. Sometimes we underestimate just how important little moments of connection can be, both with our partners and our children. So we're finding that time to turn to the people we care most about and, and really through action, let them know just how much they mean to us rather than we're spending all our time, you know, our action says that what truly matters to me is the business, what truly matters to me is my customers, even though I profess to um, that it's my children and my my family that's most important. Um, And this is where it becomes, you know, like the idea of the monthly review, because sometimes if we're taking it in a week block, um, especially for entrepreneurs and business people, you know, some weeks it's it's just the nature of what we're doing for a living that we are going to, you know, end up having a 12-hour day or a 14-hour day. Um, but, and there's nothing wrong with those things as long as they don't become fixed. When we start to get fixed in a dynamic where I spend all my time at work and barely none at home, these are really red flags. Um, or I, you know, I know exactly what's going on in my business, but I wouldn't have a clue as to when to buy some more jam or when the kids' parent-teacher interviews are at school or who has to be at what sports event on Saturday. You know, um, you know I'm happy to be told, but I don't want the responsibility of keeping um, track of the household. And again, it's these subtle indifferences that, that breed exhaustion and breed resentment and and these things kill passion. These things kill desire over time. And so we have to be able to be looking at how am I how am I being a more equal contributor? How are we sharing what's happening in the household between myself and my partner? How are we sharing the nurturing? How are we sharing the earning? So that you know, and that really requires that we have to get very innovative. We have to be prepared to make some um, adjustments. Part of you know. Healthy adult maturity is the ability to acquiesce, you know, um, the ability to surrender sometimes to the relationship. We're not, surre- you know, it's the relationship as a whole, not just I'm giving in to my partner and I'm doing so, you know, from a place of resentment where we're giving to the relationship and we're understanding that what it takes, it takes time and energy to, um, you know, to, to keep a relationship healthy. And if we keep our relationship healthy, that should keep our children more stable for those of us who have have some often when people come and they say, um, you you know, my my, my children are acting out. um, The first thing that I look at is, well, how healthy is your primary relationship or the relationship with your ex-partner? How healthy is that if the children are moving between two family systems? Um, Because the healthier we can get those dynamics, that ripples down to the kids. So this is not easy. I, I absolutely understand it, but I think it's fundamental that we can't we can't ignore it. That we are, you know. So what do we need to do? We need to look at how much time we're spending at home. What's the quality of time I'm spending? You know, if I'm if I'm always just exhausted, um, um, or I'm only focused on now that I'm home. I you know I remember when I you know in in a, in in my my former marriage I just got fixated on. You know, I worked seventy plus hours a week, and then when I was at home, I was focused on how long the grass was. You know, were the were the hedges looking immaculate? You know, was there any leaves in the pool? Um, and the house looked great, but there were some beautiful children there that I look back now and I just go, "What was I thinking?" You know, th- there were there were little ones there that you know. Uh, that, that's my deepest regret in that experience. You know, these, these wonderful young people who are my stepchildren. Um, and, and, you know, why didn't I spend more time with them instead of worrying about a few leaves in the pool? Um, instead of always, you, you know, fussing around my house? Yes, I, you know, I like a nice house, but I could have been way more balanced in that approach. And I, you know, um, I was always exhausted at family functions. Um, or obsessing about what was coming up at work, or what I had to do around the house. You know, so many times when I was never present, and then we wonder why our relationships don't work, and gee, don't they get expensive uh, emotionally and financially when they fall apart. So one of the things when we're looking at creating a lifestyle is we're not becoming overly focused on the work front, and we're bringing some of a bit of gentle structure and strategy and collaboration with our partner into formulating how are we going to get a better quality home life? How are we going to build our lifestyle? How are we going to share the responsibilities in the home in a way that means that one of us doesn't end up over-functioning on the home front because the other is under-involved? Or one of the parents becomes overly responsible for the nurture of the kids and one becomes underly responsible and then wonders why, you know, hey, my children are grown up, and and you know I barely have anything to do with them. Um, you know, and I work so hard to give them a good life. What what children want is us, and and that's not to knock the fact that you know money is fantastic, wealth is fantastic, building a great business. Those things are all fantastic, but if we become too fixed on that dynamic something has to suffer, something will leave us vulnerable, and it's generally our life will unravel through our blind spot or that place that we are under-involved. And that might not be your home life, it might be your health and your own self-care. You know, if you're running around for everybody at work and then also running around for everybody at home, then you're under-involved in your own self-care and self-love. But that might be an episode for another time. So like I said, you know, we need to look where are we spending our time and what kind of person are people getting you know if, if, if business is only getting my best self consistently and over time my family is only getting my exhausted self then how do I adjust that you know and we will all benefit we will benefit too you know because when we first got into a relationship with someone you know we couldn't wait to do great things for them we couldn't wait to spend time with them um, and and we didn't see that as a burden or a sacrifice it was a joy um, and how do we recapture that you know, because those are the moments where, you know, so that we can have that balance of stability and and real joyousness, invigoration and bliss. And ideally, this starts to lead us to a more holistic life. It might take a little longer, um, but in the end, we end up with something way more balanced. So I hope this gives you good food for thought. Um, And and, uh, like I said, life these days, remarkably exciting remarkably complex and like any phase in history there's some wondrous things emerging and some challenges too Um, so thank you for listening to the episode as always if you've been following along with the series from the beginning my profoundest gratitude um, and for those of you who joined a way back too thank you so much if this is your first episode welcome hope you enjoyed it and found it valuable uh, the way to support the program please go to itunes download subscribe and leave a five-star review as this makes it easier for others to find and i think these are essential skills to pass on um, also uh, i'm available on podbean stitcher you can find me at the website training.com.au. yes that's the one um or, yes, and uh, on YouTube, um, the uh, Sean Hilly, the Relationship Resourcing Series um, is there too. I do public and private trainings on, on this, you know, human dynamics, both in the workplace and at home, and also one-to-one consulting. Please reach out if you'd like to know more or you've got ideas for episodes. We'd be delighted to hear from you. Um, and I just wish you all the best both in your professional life and in your home life. And I really hope that you can really manage um, the earner and nurturer dynamic. More to come possibly on those episodes unless I get distracted and start yammering on about other things. But until then, thank you for listening. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye for now.